Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. of the Retro Gamers Podcast. Larry here, and this is going to be a handheld edition of the podcast. Uh, Anthony is unavailable this week. A um, little bit of a last minute on both of us um, when we were getting ready to record, so I uh, was unable to find a replacement, but being the consummate, consummate podcaster that I am, I will go at it alone in this trek. I was going to do this live. I was actually getting everything prepared to do this live. Um, and then I realized, no, <laughs> I'm not ready to do it live. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, we got a lot in store here. Uh, mostly news. Just going to be some uh, news. Um, some of it newer. Some of it has to do with some old systems and old games. Uh, but I think it's going to be a fun one, and let's get ready for the ride. Okay, so the first thing I wanted to talk about uh, was, uh, you know, me and Anthony, we're we're looking to include more of you, more of the fans. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, we appreciate everything. Uh, we love all of you. We love all the likes that we have on the Facebook page, the follows on Instagram, the follows on Twitter, uh, and remember, Facebook, Instagram, at Retro Gamers Podcast on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod, uh, a little different there on that one. And of course, you can email us email at theretrogamers.com. That's right. With Anthony not here, I jack up the tunes a little bit. Uh, so we uh, we put up a uh, truth be told, Anthony puts up a lot of the memes. Uh, and he does a tremendous job with them, sharing them and everything. Uh, he put up a good one. <laughs> I've seen this before in various different iterations. Uh, but basically the meme is, uh, which gamer are you? A uh, gamer where I got to do everything or a gamer where I just finish the game? And, of course, the meme is a uh, big giant boat, uh, boat in the, for in the uh, background, uh, main quest, and a guy on a surfboard. Um, Catching wind with an umbrella, saying whatever the heck I'm doing. So, <laughs> basically putting it out there, like, what kind of gamer are you? Do you just want to find every nook and cranny in a game, whether it's an adventure game, a role-playing game, anything like that? Um, or, just let me just get to the end. Let me see the ending. Uh, or even maybe a third one, where you get to the end, you see the ending, but then you go back. And you kind of check out... Maybe what you missed. Uh, I am experience, experiencing this firsthand right now with um, Luigi's Mansion. Because with Luigi's Mansion, I, I, I keep going back and forth as to should I just explore every bit of the mansion before moving on? Or, you know, do I just let me get through the game, 
Let me see the ending, and then I'll go back. Because there's a lot of stuff that you can find. There's a lot of hidden stuff. There's hidden booze. There's, um, you know, there, there, there's a lot to establish in Luigi's Mansion. Um, I, like, depending on what day it is, I'm, I'm uh, you know... I'm just going to get through it a level, but then at the same time, when I saw finding stuff in a level, I was like, ooh, maybe I should stick around a little bit longer and, you know, try and find what's behind all these curtains or what's underneath this rug or, or maybe I can find another boo. Uh, but then again, I get a game like Diablo 3, and I feel like I'm spending too much time trying to find the little nooks and crannies, trying to level up maybe and not trying to move forward in the game. Uh, so we got a good uh, number of, of responses and comments. I just want to read them out uh, to you. Hopefully you're listening. Hopefully you'll hear your comment because we will definitely be doing this more often, especially when something catches the eye of everybody. Uh, no particular order as much as it's just going to be how it's written here. Uh, Rob, Rob, our friend, top fan, Rob Balchunas. I'm going to mispronounce everybody's last name. Uh, Rob writes, I always explore and try to check every nook and cranny. That's where I got that. I was wondering why I kept saying that. Um, I always explore and try to check out every nook and cranny to see if I find hidden stuff. I I'm with you again, Rob. I'm, I'm doing that right now in Luigi's Mansion, whether it's finding money, finding a heart, uh, finding the gems. You know, it's like you're on your way to the end, but then, you know, on a boss level, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. What is that over there? Did I see something? Let me go suck that up. So I'm with you on that one, Rob. Uh, Eric Hale. Uh, actually, we uh, we talked to Eric during the Long Island Retro Expo. Great guy. Great friend uh, to both me and the podcast. Uh, Eric writes third option, and then sometimes, depending on the game, the other two. So I think Eric... <laughs> Again, same boat as I am, just kind of depending on the game, depending on your mood is whether or not you're going to go out exploring. Uh, oh, here we go. The co-host of the Better Half podcast, which you can check out every other Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Frank. Frank Messina writes a bit of both. Frank, I want to know what was the last role-playing game that you truly played i mean and i'm not i know he's gonna take that the wrong way he's gonna think oh you are you being a jerk about it i'm not trying to be a jerk uh just curious what like like old school i know right now you're playing some games on the ps4 um you told me actually you're loving i think it's shadow of the tomb raider that you have i'm gonna have to pick that up but like do you find you know what even with shadow you know what with shadow of the tomb raider uh or and i think you were playing on um uncharted as well like, are you catching yourself? Are you, are you finding yourself at moments too busy exploring than moving on? Let's hear about it, Frank. Let's talk about it next episode. You won't hear this for another year and a half, probably. I think you're only up to, like, you're still in double digits on episodes listening to the show. Uh, Donald Etheridge writes, I like to finish all the side quests before the actual story, if I can. That, uh, that could be big time, Donald. I got to be honest with you. It's a great idea because at that point, A... You could possibly level up even more than you would have uh, when you get into the end and, and makes the game just a little bit easier for you. Um, at the same time, you'll probably end up getting a better ending. 
you know, a lot of these games, you know, me and Anthony have talked about it in the past, uh, multiple endings for a lot, uh, depending on what you find, how far into the game you are, how quick you are with the game. Um, but uh, size, like, if there's, m- do you ever find yourself, Donald, I'm curious, to a point where you're almost bored with the side quests, and then is that when you move on? Or are you just determined to do every little bit there is first and then head on the main trail? Definitely want to hear back from you. Uh, Josh Halleck writes, exploration and side quests all day. Uh, Josh, that is a way to expand the lifetime of that video game and get most of your money's worth. I don't blame you. And then uh, an official retro gamer. He's helped us so many times. Glenn Nataro uh, writes, sometimes I'll just go and finish the game and then see I only completed 13% of it and then try and go back. Uh, Glenn, very good point where, yeah, you're right. The um, side quests probably do involve more um, and are part of the game. You know, you, you just you speed run it almost not saying that you do. But you almost speed run the game, and yeah, you only did a quarter of the game. Uh, there's a lot more that's available to be had and uh, be researched. So good stuff, good answers. Uh, definitely continue letting us know. When you see the memes, when you see us post something, please comment on it. We will follow up. We'll let you know. We're always reading. We're always listening. We're always watching. We're not watching. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, give us your ideas. We love hearing from from all you guys and gals, uh, especially listening to the podcast. Uh, yes, as you are aware, when Anthony is unavailable, there will not be a YouTube episode. <laughs> uh, I am not ready for prime time at this moment. So we will move on. Uh, something I do want to talk about that is coming up uh, November 19th, uh, actually a week from when this episode drops, Google Stadia is released. And I think this is a literal, no pun intended, game changer. Google Stadia basically is a controller and a Chromecast dongle. And the hardware is all on Google's side. So there's no more upgrading systems. There's no more systems. You know, it, when the better graphics come out, Google updated on their end. You have your controller, and you just keep on going. Me and Anthony have gone back and forth. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, we've gone back and forth on physical versus digital. Not only with games, with movies, with music. I'm digital. I am I am happy with digital. Anthony loves the physical copies, the CDs, the cartridges. Totally understandable. But as I am recording this right now, I am staring at my uh entertainment center and I got systems here that aren't even hooked up because I can't physically hook them up to the television. Uh, whether it's, and I'm talking multiple generations, an Xbox and an Xbox 360 are just sitting here. I have a PS3 and I think somewhere in there a PS2. I just can't hook up right now. I don't have enough uh, inputs. Uh, Not only that, the room. I just don't have the room. 
So if there's no consoles to worry about, if I just had the Xbox controller, if I just had the PlayStation controller, uh, and yeah, I know they have PlayStation now, they have Xbox Game Pass, which is kind of sort of that idea, but I think Google's got it best where they just, without the hardware, they can do the upgrades on their end, and you don't have to worry about buying a new $600, $700 system every three or four years. Or in some cases, someone like me who ends up going out and gets the slim version of a system when it comes out. I've definitely done that. Absolutely. No reason whatsoever to buy a brand new slim PS2 because the hard drive I had for the PS2, the original, would not fit in a PS, a slim PS2. But I went out and got one anyway. Uh, I did it with the Xbox 360. I did it with the PS4, uh, PlayStation 3 and PS4 until I got the PS4 Pro. Uh, but I'm looking forward to Google Stadia. I want to know you um, guys and gals out there. Did you pre-order Google Stadia? Anyone part of the Founders Edition of Google Stadia? I'm going to say that one more time. Google. Uh, I like the Google. Google Stadia. I can't do that. Um, so here are the games that are being launched. These are launch titles available as soon as that Stadia gets delivered to your house and as soon as you put that dongle into your television. Uh, we got Destiny 2, the collection, which if you're a pro subscriber, you will get that game for free. Well, it's included with the pro subscription tier. Uh, Thumper, Kine, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, look, that alone, I mean the install time to put Red Dead 2 on an Xbox is it's got its own download disc and then there's a playable disc that don't make sense to me here there is no download there is no install you buy the game you play the game you're good to go uh the new Samurai Showdown will be available Square Enix is really showing up with uh Tomb Raider uh Tomb Raider Definitive Edition Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Uh, we talked about Definitive Edition of uh, probably a couple months ago. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Again, Frank from The Better Half has been talking this game up. I think I may pick this up launch day uh, for Google. So I'm going to try that. Um, a Stadia exclusive, Guilt from Tequila Works. Can't wait to try that out. Uh, Ubisoft is dipping their toes into the water. Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Just Dance 2020 will be available on Stadia. And Mortal Kombat 11 uh, will be available at launch. I am looking to pick up MK11. Uh, I may pick up Shadow of the Tomb Raider at this point. If not, I might go Red Dead. I, uh, I'm going to check that. I'm going to see how the how the funds are doing. Uh, we're not making money on the podcast. So uh will have to check that out. Uh, and then for the rest of the year, let's just kind of blow through this real quick. Here's what's coming out in the rest of 2019 for Google Stadia. Borderlands 3 from 2K Games. Folks, let's hope Borderlands 3 on Stadia looks nothing like WWE 2K20. Uh, Bandai Namco has Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Farming Simulator 19 is on its way. Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle will see its way onto Stadia. Uh, Football Manager 2020, which is a soccer game, so don't be fooled. Final Fantasy 15 and Darksiders Genesis. 
Heading to Google Stadia in 2020 will be NBA 2K20, Rage 2, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Grid, Metro Exodus, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, Trials Rising, and then later on, uh, games that right now to be determined when they're coming out, uh, Doom Eternal, uh, Doom 2016, so they're going to release some of the older ones, uh, Elder Scroll Online, uh, let's see, Cyberpunk 2077, everybody's talking about. Uh, another Stadia exclusive called Get Packed, not sure what that is. Uh, Windjammers 2, Baldur's Gate 3, I'm interested in that one. Uh, oh, Power Rangers, Battle for the Grid is heading to Google, I didn't know that. Uh, I have that on Nintendo, on Nintendo Switch, Fantastic Fighter. Uh, Orcs Must Die 3, Marvel's Avengers, the Square Enix version. Looking for that one. Super Hot Mind Control Delete. Don't know what that is. Destroy All Humans and Ubisoft. Going with Gods and Monsters. The Crew 2. Watch Dogs Legion. And again, I think I'm going to hold out and wait for this to come out on Google Stadia. Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Uh, game, the first division, I will talk wonders about uh, on Xbox One. I had it on. Um, you can get it on PS4 as well. If you haven't bought the division, the first one, definitely check it out. And I heard the division two even better. So, um, so yeah, so that's basically what we're looking at for uh, Google Google Stadia launch, and uh, looking forward to that, and looking forward to again hearing who's got the Google Stadia, who's got the Google, and um, you know, what are your thoughts on it? Well, we'll get to that, I guess, in two weeks because it comes out next week, and then I get to play it, and then I'll be able to report back. Uh, to uh, Anthony to let him know what's happening. Speaking of, let's see, uh, more newer games. Uh, this one announced at BlizzCon 2019. Diablo 4 will be coming out. Uh, if anyone knows the, the Diablo, it's hard to, hard to say. The Diablo series has been a, a tremendous uh, fantasy adventure game. Uh, the gameplay is phenomenal. Uh, I actually have... The original Diablo on PlayStation, never played Diablo 2, fell in love with Diablo 3 to the point I think I bought it three times, right? Yeah, once on PS3, once on PS4, and then once on Nintendo Switch, which then I had my buddy Tim purchase, and he's been playing it nonstop, and I unfortunately just fell to the wayside with it. Uh, Sorry, Tim. And... Of course, when I'm recording, this is Veterans Day. So, thank you very much for all the men and women who allow, put their lives on the line to allow someone like me, someone like Anthony, to record these silly, fun podcasts about retro gaming. My father, Tim Jackson, well, Tim Jackson's not my father, but Tim Jackson also, a friend of mine, uh, veteran, thank you very much for your service. Everyone out there, I'm going to forget names. So everyone who has served, thank you for your service. And also be thankful that the hell that you have seen is not the literal hell that is fought in the Diablo world. Uh, Diablo 3 is still going strong. Uh, as, much as, as much as I don't play it because I got stuck with Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, Diablo 4, just um, you know, trailer. It looks pretty much, you know, a little more of the same, uh, but we got to imagine that, of course, storyline is going to be better. Uh, here we go. This is coming from the Verge website. 
I quote, Diablo 4 is being developed using modern technology that pushes the franchise to dark new depths. The technology is at the heart of everything players will see, hear, and feel, delivering much higher fidelity and a more engrossing experience. Uh, it opens up countless possibilities for the Diablo series, from smooth character animations, such as the druid's fluid shape-shifting, to the seamless, vast overworld players will travel across in search of the next loot-filled underground dungeon. Ultimately, Diablo 4 will ground players in a grittier and deadlier world. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. It almost may be seamless, almost like one large map that doesn't load, kind of like Breath of the Wild. So we'll see about that. Side note, Diablo Immortal, a mobile spin-off game, uh, has been uh, talked about at BlizzCon. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and then the original Diablo was actually made digitally for the very first time on what? This happened back in March. Available on GOG.com. All right, well, check that out on your own time, folks. Uh, let's see, what else we got? We got some retro news here. Um, some interesting stuff. So we're going to stick with Diablo. Apparently, there's a story I read on uh, Nintendo Life that Blizzard was seriously working on a Diablo Game Boy game. Um, and this was during the time when the Game Boy Advance was out. So this is early, well, mid-2000s. Um, but they were going to go, you know, because the original Game Boy, Game Boy Color, if you will, uh, was still selling, even though the Game Boy Advance uh, had been out or getting ready to come out at that point. But the Game Boy was going. It was going to be called Diablo Jr. And, uh, you know, ultimately just never saw the light of day. But definitely read into that uh, story if you can find it. There's some pictures of uh, some mock-ups of what the screens would have looked like. And on a Game Boy, it actually comes out pretty clear and readable. You know, if you've played Diablo, you know how intense that can be. Um, I think it was going to take some elements from Pokemon as far as like a trading element and stuff like that. So it, this would have been interesting, especially on an original Game Boy cartridge. You know, playing not Game Boy Advance, but still OG Game Boy. So, uh, yeah. So uh, Diablo Jr. All right. So we've got some uh, more news here on a much older system that's still seeing some uh, some usage. Uh, Dan uh, Just Dance 2020 uh, was released recently. On the Switch, the PS4, the Xbox One, and the Wii. Not the Wii U. We're going to go back one. We're going back two, actually, compared to the Switch. On the Wii. Yes, this is possibly the last game ever to be made for the Wii. Now, granted, the Switch was the most popular of all the formats. Uh, again, this is with uh, UK gaming charts, United Kingdom. So the Switch pretty much took 55% of the sales. Of the four systems. But. The Wii version. Outsold the Xbox One. And the PS4 versions. So Dance Dance 2020. On the Wii. Accounted for 21% of the game's opening week sales. And the PlayStation 4 saw 14%. And the Xbox One saw 10%. And it's insanity that the Wii, and again, they uh, Ubisoft, they, they're like, eh, Wii U, no one needs that. 
Let's go one back even further and go to the Wii. And and Ubisoft is saying the demand is still there on the Wii, which I get because I think with Just Dance, the movement and the controls really are designed for the Wii Mote and the Nunchuck. Uh, I mean, you can do it with the Joy-Cons, but I think the Wiimote really gets in there. Um, but yeah, who thought in 2019, we're almost, we're like 90% done with 2019. And we're talking about how a game's release, the first two spots are Nintendo consoles, the Switch, and the Wii. I almost want to buy now Just Dance 2020 on the Wii. Lord knows I can I can afford to do it. Uh, and and I, I should use it. So, <laughs> I mean, would anyone out there, would you buy, like, is it maybe the novelty factor? If you would buy a Wii version of the game? It's almost like the Zelda games. You know, the Zelda games were coming out, like, on GameCube and then Wii. And then Wii U and Switch. Um, was it Skyward Sword? came out on GameCube and the Wii and then Breath of the Wild actually came out on the Wii U and the Switch I, I feel like Twilight Princess may have came out on the Wii and no that wouldn't make sense Wii and Wii U because it's kind of the same system um, did Twilight Princess see a GameCube release I don't think so I gotta check that now I'm curious about that not that I have a thing in front of me that would tell me, but, you know, I can't really do two things at once. So, uh, now someone let me know. <laughs> um, and then this, and we're, we're going to get ready to wrap this up here. Um, I got some news on this. This, I, I don't, we've talked about it before. I don't get it. I don't get the idea behind it or the reason for it. But, it, well, when you're a dentist, yeah, I'm sure you have money to spend. So a dentist, uh, Eric Nayerman, a uh, big video game fan, recently bought $1.02 million in first edition sticker sealed video games. I believe these were graded video games, so they're not just just sealed, but they're sealed graded, a couple of 9.2s, I think, if I'm looking at this correctly. He bought 40 of them. 40 factory-sealed Nintendo games, some of which the original Mario Brothers, which I hate with a passion. Uh, Golf Balloon Fight Gumshoe, which is I think is pretty interesting, and a plethora of others. What? Look, I get collecting. You know, comic books go for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um you know, rare artifacts, obviously, stuff like that. But comic books and now video games, it's, I don't know, why Why do I, why does that bug me? Because if you're going to buy a comic book for that much money, for like six digits, and it's graded, which means you can't open it, even if you touched it, it would start dropping in price. But I guess maybe because video games kind of were meant to be played, Plus, if you wanted to play them, you can buy them. Even a, I'm sure a boxed original Mario Brothers, even if it still went for maybe a couple of hundred, I totally get. 
Same with gumshoe. If it was still shrink-wrapped, which I don't trust any shrink-wrapped game at this point because anyone can buy a shrink-wrapped machine. So I don't care what you tell me. I A shrink-wrapped game, I don't believe it as far as I can throw it. So, But 1.02 million, right? What is that? It's 1 million... One million twenty thousand dollars, maybe something like that. Uh, hey, look, uh, look, good for him. I'm sure it's going to look uh, amazing, a great collection um, on his walls, because I'm sure it's got to be uh, a few walls that this is going to be on. Uh, but hey, listen, if you got the money, drop it, drop it like it's hot. So, um, you know, there's other news in here that we can talk about, but I kind of, you know, I want to get Anthony's deal in on this. Uh, there was a uh, unreleased 1993 uh, SNES footage of Tarzan. Uh, not Disney's Tarzan, but the original Edgar Rice Burroughs, the guy who wrote the book originally. Uh, Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle. Uh, there's a ROM out there showing what the game would have looked like on the Super NES. Uh, there's a uh, a new game basically for the Game Boy, the OG Game Boy, called DMG uh, Deals Damage Cartridge. Basically, you play as a Game Boy, and you run around uh, destroying other uh, mobile devices, which I think is pretty funny. Um, so we got that on news. And then, of course, uh, the big thing this holiday season, lots of sales getting ready to come up. Uh, all the Black Friday deals are getting ready to come up, so I think I'll wait for Anthony on that to talk about it. And, of course, the big PSA, folks, the big reminder, when you're out there, if you're shopping for some, for a loved one and you want to pick them up a Genesis Mini, Make sure you get them the right Genesis Mini because the at-game ones are still out there. And buyer beware. If the Mini takes a cartridge, it is not the right one. So make sure you're going out and you're buying the correct Genesis Mini for your man or your woman. And uh, do not let them get upset come Christmas or or Thanksgiving or birthday or whatever the heck they're celebrating. Uh, With that, I'm going to wrap it up also because Raw is already starting. Um, folks, thank you for sitting through uh, this one. We got a shortened edition here of the Retro Gamers Podcast. Uh, of course, again, you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at Retro Gamers Podcast, on Twitter at Retro Gamers Pod. You can email us, email at theretrogamers.com and our website, theretrogamers.com. Hit us up. Let us know what you're playing. Let us know what you love. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Anthony's going to be back next week. This was all very last minute, as you can plainly tell. But uh, thank you very much for sticking along here, folks. We love you. We thank you. And we will catch you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. Check out Macy's Cyber Monday specials now while supplies last for great savings on holiday gift ideas like designer names you know they'll love. Now 40 to 60% off. And women's boots and shoes to finish the look 50 to 60% off. And upgrade your bedroom for cooler nights with cozy flannel bedding quilts and accessories from Martha Stewart Collection. Now 65% off. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? 
Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply.